Welcome everyone to the second episode of the Monaco podcast. Uh, today we got just an exciting uh, guest as the last one. Uh, this guy is part of everything. He has a ton of projects. I think it's at least 11 different projects he's involved in. And they're all just as exciting. Uh, today we will take uh, one of his projects and go in depth how it works, where it's heading, how it's going to be used, uh, etc. So please do a warm welcome to Adam. Hey, dude, how you doing? It's good to be here. Absolutely, Finally on yeah. the Munico podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's not for everyone, but everybody wants to be here. I feel lucky that I'm one of the first. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. So um, before we start um, about the, uh, the project, then maybe you can tell a couple of words about yourself and how you ended up here in Iota. Yeah, totally. Um, basically, I got really involved in developing software for agriculture and stuff like that, uh, food supply chain. And through that, I helped build some applications that could support farmers and food businesses to provide more sustainable um, systems, uh, communities and things like that. Um, we ran a few pilots and stuff. I, I hooked up with Merrill, who's a freaking amazing developer, as everybody knows. And we built out a traceability system and we were building that and we were piloting it with farmers and food businesses. And they were like, we love this, but we need this. And we kind of like kept on going from the big to the small to the small. And then we kind of realized that, that what we were missing was digital identity. And we got introduced to IOTA by... Ed, who is the head of the PharmaDAO, he he introduced us last year to IOTA as a community. We'd known about IOTA previously, but we weren't satisfied with the technology, but we saw the progress and we were like, shit, this is exactly what we need. So we just jumped on it and Meryl and I have just been all guns a blazing identity and developing in the ecosystem ever since, pretty much. That's, yeah. that's us. <laughs> yeah, you're doing quite a lot of good work, um, keeping an eye on you every day. Uh, it's just exciting. It feels like you're releasing something every single week. Uh, so you're definitely one of the, uh, on the top 10 scoreboard for uh, for releases, I would, I would say. Um, so we t today we will talk about the project called Tangle Labs um, and what is what it has to offer. So... We can Tangle Labs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Tangle Labs is not necessarily a project. It's more a, a design studio um, or a development studio. We're using Tangle Labs as an umbrella for the work we're doing with digital identity, basically. Digital identity is like the foundation of a lot of the products that we're working with. So we've brought together different developers and we've got a couple of teams working on different things in the space. But the the primary goal of Tangle Labs is to introduce digital identity to the real world. It's all about adoption, basically. And I think it was uh, Dom who said it um, previously, like 
the key to the first million users of iota is going to be digital identity it's it's that accessible tool that can be introduced first like on the main net so yeah that that's that's about uh, as high level as it gets <laughs> yeah i agree and also like uh, digital identity you don't really need to be involved in the uh, crypto purchase space you can simply just use the technology so you don't have to like move out of your comfort zone like if you're a big company etc i would imagine yeah i mean that that's one of the great things about the iota network and digital identity is like iota separates the value and the data so like digital identity is all data so there's no token involved in the actual process so you can come and use digital identity without ever having to go into the cryptocurrency space um, which is amazing for adoption because that's one of the like blockers for a lot of businesses they're like oh i i don't know about cryptocurrency the regulations the laws this that whatever and that holds a lot of people back but when you've got technology that is using dlt and provides this like security and and stability for the future then yeah i mean if if there's no token involved loads of people are going to use this yeah absolutely i can really see that why this would be the first parts of the technology that you actually see and on adoption on a bigger scale compared to like smart contracts and like tokenization all that that's that comes in on, on a later part um but the uh the identity is of course probably one of the first one that's going to be adopted yeah i mean there are already people using it in in the real world like um for example uh filancore filancore are leading the way with digital identity and IoT. Like they, they're, they're doing some amazing stuff. Um, and of course, the pilots going on in East Africa with Trademark East Africa uses um, digital identity to streamline trade and supply chain. There's there's lots going on. Zigna are introducing digital identity in agriculture and, and um, IoT systems in, in Canada and, and the Americas. Um, so yeah, like it it's it's already being used and yeah it's it's only gonna get used more and more now that people are, are aware of its its abilities yeah i so, can yeah. imagine uh doesn't zebra technology also they have they have the hardware side of things like completely covered um and if if anybody saw the um presentation at the agri d convention earlier earlier this year they demonstrated how this hardware and the digital identity can tie together not not just in in agriculture and supply chain but in industry and other verticals like other spaces it's just absolutely mind-blowing when you look at like mining and tracing materials when you look at like um, computers when you look at all of the the manufacturing um, industries like car manufacturing everything everything needs this traceability system and digital identity can just give you that like and i'm not gonna lie yelly and the digital identity team have just gone miles beyond any other digital identity solution out there they're building it to to be mass used it's just nuts i love it <laughs> yeah they're doing a great job and uh, they they're also following the guidelines and the regulations so they're building it according to like the European regulations and like, so it's 
when, when, when they are finished with it, it's ready to go. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the really cool things that um, Yele and the team are doing. They're really focusing on interoperability and standardization. Because yeah. if something's standardized and it's interoperable, then it can be mass adopted. When you look at, say, for example, Ethereum and their digital identity systems, there are like 20 or 30 different standards for digital identity on the Ethereum network. Um, so those can't work interoperable. Like you either use one or you use another. Everything built around the, the IOTA identity protocols is going to use the same standards. So I, I could create a digital identity system for a person, and then that same system could then interact with a, with a car digital identity system. So it, it's, it's crazy how big this can actually go. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah, and because it's not like a token use case uh, for now, um, I think it's get quite undervalued. Uh, people don't speculate too much about it. Um, but I think when it all comes, um, I think it can be actually very valuable. Yeah, I think I think one thing that's misunderstood about the value of digital identity is the scale of the adoption. So, for example, us as say Tango Labs as one company um, running a few different projects, we still need the infrastructure on the network to support what we're doing. So, yes, we're running data transfer, which doesn't involve the token, but at the same time, we have to run the nodes and support that entry into the network so we can trust that our systems are going to work. And all of these nodes require access mana and access mana needs IOTA. So when you think about the scale of the identity network, how big it can actually be, the number of nodes involved, the number of access points, the number of the, the amount of access mana that's going to be required to, to keep these systems running like reliably, I mean, that means IOTA stored on these servers to provide the access manner. And if there's IOTA locked in the digital identity system, then that means scarcity for the rest of you. And we, and we all know what scarcity means, like to the yeah. moon. <laughs> so that's a pump. But yeah. It, it's potential for bringing huge value to the token is nuts yeah. in the long run. And uh, it was good that you mentioned the, uh, the nods and the mana because it, I think it fits perfectly well uh, with the first product that you have beneath the Tango Labs umbrella, which is called Tixit. Uh, would you mind explaining a little bit about what Tixit is and what it what it enables? Oh, I love Tixit. Yeah, Tixit is tamper-proof ticketing services, basically. So it uses digital identity and verifiable credentials to secure access to events and, and different things, like maybe it might be a museum or a sports event or, or something like that. Um, because within within the ticketing industry, there's so much um, shit that goes on around fake tickets and people selling tickets for like thousands of pounds and yeah, that's, and more that's a major problem. Yeah, like scalping scalping in the black market is horrible. Um, not just for and <laughs> not just looking at it from a business perspective, like oh, I'm a promoter, people are selling my tickets for more than. Uh, I'm selling them. That sucks. Um, but it, it it's also from the from the consumer from from me wanting to go to an event, 
and somebody's selling an, a, a ticket on like eBay or something. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll buy that off you. And you, you pay them and, and what? You, you get a fake ticket. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the way the system works is there's uh, um, a free um, open to use ticket wallet that anybody can download, anybody can install on Apple or um, uh, Android. And you can hold your tickets in it. So whenever a company sells a ticket, you just log into the site, you get a verifiable credential signed to your account and their, um, their business. So you know that the ticket is authentic and you hold that ticket on your device. So it, it's safe with you. Um, and then you can either, well, when you go to the event, then you, you just show it to somebody, they can scan it, they can check it easy um or you can for example use some a company like zebra and install automated entrance to events and yep you just share a qr code or nfc scan and there you go you're you're in the event without any human contact um it's crazy um but also the the power of this um the way we've built it is you can also transfer these tickets um but the transferal is also through cryptographic signature um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because, yeah, smooth we're brain. we're smooth braining it today. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking to specs, so um, mm -hmm. so yeah, basically you can you can give these to your friends um, who who also have the app. So you can just buy ten tickets for an event, and you can go here, you go here, you go here, you go here, you go. There's your tickets. Let's go have a freaking party. Mm. Like, so yeah, it's it's amazing. Love it. Yeah, and and these um, the companies selling tickets would then also need to set up a nod, wouldn't they? In most cases, yeah. So you've got you've got like three levels of of entertainment events, promotions, and things like that. So, for example, if I'm just a local promoter and I do like ten or twelve gigs a year, like just putting on local bands and stuff like that, I'm not going to set up a node. I'm not going to want to set up a node. So we've got a system where people can just use that to put their tickets out into the world, um, sort of like a, a software as a service sort of thing. Um, but then you, when you get a bit higher and you've got like um, an arena or, or uh, an events center or um, say the Apollo in, in London or something like that, um, they're gonna wanna, they're gonna wanna have constant consistent access and they're gonna wanna have a customized ticket system. So, so we build them a customized front end or we integrate our systems into their already existing technology and yeah basically they spin up a node they've got guaranteed access and all of their ticketing services then are, are pretty much feeless for, for like all eternity yeah well uh, this technology and this product by itself it's it's a no-brainer it will be adopted at some point uh, it just comes down to who are able to do the best presentation to actually get it starting because this will happen. Like well, no doubt, is, this will come. Yeah, the the thing is, people have tried this already, and people like the industry has got excited about it. Like 2017, 2018, 2019, people were building these blockchain-based digital identity ticketing services but they were on like Ethereum or another network and the fees and the scalability were just impossible. Like you cannot scale the technology to the level required 
but with iota and feeless transactions it's possible now and and that is the mind-blowing thing like all of these companies have tried it and failed because they didn't wait for the right technology um and now the right technology is here we're we're gonna smash it out the park i think yeah i really think so too and uh another thing that you mentioned earlier that which is pretty exciting uh, is that like if you went to a um, a championship uh, final, um, and then you can get that ticket turned into an NFT, so that you can have like a proof that you were actually on the final, and then that would probably be worth a lot in the in the years to come. And then you can sell sell it to like collectors, like a football card. Yeah, I mean the the potential of of attaching um nfts to tickets is it's a no-brainer like people are going to do it because that that just presents such an opportunity for collectibles i mean people already collect like your program from the match your ticket from the match you went to a cup final i was there when arsenal beat man united like that sort of thing um and now you've got the ticket but you can also attach an nft to it and like this this isn't something that exists right now um, because obviously we know the main net isn't ready and, and NFTs and smart contracts and things are still in development. Um, but this is something that's going to happen in the future, definitely. Yeah, I'm really excited to see this, uh, see the progress of it all, because I really think that there's a major market for it and uh, it will be adopted, no doubt. Well, yeah, I mean, just North America alone, like over 10 million tickets a year, mm. like just for just for events. Like, yeah. And that's that's just one one sort of vertical in one country. If yeah. you think global, then we're talking billions of tickets every year. And that's mm. just events. And then you go to sports and then you go to, I mean, transport, travel. This can be used in every industry. Yeah. As long as it's something you need to be proven, something you've bought that has to be authentic. Yep. And yeah, it's it's super exciting. Yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah, let's move on to the second um, product that you got. Oh, it's called Individi. Ah, Individi. Yeah. Yeah. So Individi, Individi is like an entry point. the The current state of global identity is, um, well, we all know it. It's it's passport, uh, driver's license, um, resident card, like that. That's an that's an identity that's trusted um, and it comes from the government. Um, when it comes to the internet or digital identities and things like that, the only possibilities are to do like KYC systems and things like that. And there's no like trusted human verification without like showing who you are. What we've built within Davidney, um, we've partnered with a leading AI, um, I st- I'm still not allowed to say who they are. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we've partnered with a leading AI development company who specialize in authentication of identity and human validation. So it's com- facial recognition, facial comparison and stuff like that. So comparing your face from like your, your selfie on your phone or, or your live video to the photo that's on your like ID card. Um, and they can analyze all that and prove that you are who you are or you aren't who you are. 
who you say you are. So we, we're, we've integrated that system into an onboarding system for digital identity and verifiable credentials. So you create your digital identity, you come to our website, you go through the process, you get a signed verifiable credential saying, yes, you are exactly who you say you are. And that, I mean, the system we're, we're using is used all around the world, like Virgin Airlines use it, um, Emirates, um, Jordan Bank, loads of like global companies use this same technology and they do it like into their centralized systems because they just want this customer onboarding that they can trust. What we're doing is we're taking it one step further and giving that trust back to the identity holder. So they have the trust, um, they have their own identity that other people can trust because it uses this technology. Wow. Well, it's just it's just big picture, all of this. But when you when you start to explain it, you kind of see the bits fall in place and you kind of see like this is actually needed and it's doable and it's here. Yeah, I mean this this is the thing. Everybody focuses on KYC, but eventually DID is gonna negate the need for KYC because KYC keeps on repeating itself. But once a government has issued you a digital identity, then that's great. You've got your digital identity. Nobody can contest that and you can prove it online. And it's the same with this system. Once it starts to get adopted, once it starts to get accepted, it's that first like entry point into removing the need for KYC. KYC obviously isn't going to go away soon. And this system by far doesn't replace it yet because in the long term, we have to um, get governments and institutions and organizations on board. Otherwise, like it's just going to be this constant battle of, okay, we're doing this and it's trusted, but at the same time, you're doing something different. And this is where things like EBSI and the EU like identity systems and things like that will come in. Because as soon as someone like the EU or a government starts issuing DID um, as a digital identity with verifiable credentials for their citizens, then that's that's game changer. And that's that's when we know adoption has happened. I think we're probably about five years off from that. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I think if about five years, I think quite a lot of things have happened and we've seen quite an escalation in like several of the projects that IOTA has both in the small contracts uh, area, the identity, and so on. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the technology is there. It's just getting it adopted, and that takes time. Yeah. <laughs> Governments don't do things fast. <laughs> no, they don't. So, um, did you feel that we covered uh, Individni well there? Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, Individni in short is just human identity verification. That that's it. It's it's yeah. getting your human identity verified into a digital identity and a signed verifiable credential that can be trusted. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I I think I think we did good there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, the then they got the third one. It's uh, Amber and it's Amber. identity for applications. If I remember correctly, I think that's 
quite interesting now when assembly network and all that comes along, doesn't it? Yeah, so so Amber Amber kind of like we haven't really talked about this in public. It it's kind of like a new area of what we're we're putting out there, but it basically supports everything we do. Amber is essentially um, digital identity network infrastructure. So it's it's working with organizations, institutions, businesses to set up this digital identity network, basically. So we've got a global decentralized network of nodes that are packed full of mana that can support entry into the network because it's 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 all good and well us building all these applications but if we don't have this global network that can support the entry then we're we're pretty much screwed so that's basically what amber is all about it's about building out that infrastructure i don't really want to go into too many details because it is a very sort of technical discussion yeah um but it's basically the foundations of the infrastructure so it's nodes and access which support all of the other applications and projects that we're working on mm, that was a great explanation though uh so we can move out to number four which is Cropley. Cropley, my baby uh this is this is where it all began this yeah. is where it all began Cropley, Cropley, we started off, like I said, just building our applications for, for agriculture and food supply chain, helping farmers. That was like our, our goal. And we're doing it. Um, it's amazing. We we got into, into digital identity and sort of built up this network within the agriculture and food sector. And now we're supporting and consulting as well for like a lot of um global companies and um I, I, it's really hard when i can't say names mm-hmm. i hate ndas um so, but yeah we're 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 working on pilots and things in in food supply chain and stuff like that using digital identity and it, it's not just about um the the like business side of things if anybody if anybody l- listened to any of the talks at the Agri-Dee Convention, you kind of understand what Cropley is about. So instead of focusing from the top down and going to like Walmart and Nestle and stuff like that, we're doing it from the bottom up. So we're going to the farmers, we're seeing what the farmers need. Then we're going to the cooperatives, the local communities and seeing what can support them and then we're getting the bigger players involved to kind of go, look, this is what they need. This is what we're building. If you work together with us, we can make this better for everybody sort of thing. Um, and that, that, that's like my passion, food, supply chain, agriculture. If anybody who, who knows me knows I live on a farm. So, <laughs> yeah, um, Cropley is about building digital identity and traceability solutions in agriculture and the food supply chain. Yeah, that's really cool. I can relate a bit because I have grown up quite a lot on, uh, on farms as well. And I really enjoy it. I kind of see uh, why it's needed and uh, that it, they, it will be adopted there as well. I have no doubt about it. Well, I think one of the, one of the things people, people forget about um, agriculture and stuff is okay you go into the shop you buy your food yeah great okay that's perfect but that goes through like six or seven chains 
six or seven partners, whatever. Um, it you can have like documentation. If you if you look at the the write ups from Trademark East Africa project, you, you can see that sometimes in a supply chain you'll have up to like ninety documents and like. 12 15 16 people like getting involved in in this one product mm. and it, the amount you pay in the shop like only only like i don't know it, it, around like five percent of that goes back to the farmer like it's nuts and when you use like trusted digital identity um solutions that that kind of brings more value to the farmer from the beginning Mm. And it, it can also, by giving farmers identity, giving them certification, all of these things, you're giving more value and then access to other areas as well. So it can it can provide access to finance for farmers, it can provide access to markets. Like when we did um, the hackathon, like people were using digital identity and smart contracts to produce um, future trading for, for farmers. So a farmer could could just use this system to directly sell their crops. So skipping the middleman and just going straight to the to the wholesaler sort of thing. So yeah, I mean this this technology is just nuts for for providing equality and, and inclusion and empowering um, agriculture and farmers. So yeah, we're we're very passionate about that. Yeah, it's brilliant. It really is. Uh, so fifth identity suit. Oh, the identity suite. Ah, oh, identity. Yeah. yeah, sweet, not suit. <laughs> we'll we'll save the suits for Munico. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, identity suite is kind of what everything is built upon. So if you're wondering what a digital identity can do, um, I mean, these these projects that we're working on are just just an example. Like, and this is all using Identity Suite. So Identity Suite is the foundation of everything we're building. Um, it's, it's open source, so anybody can use it. Um, it isn't like real world ready. We've had to adapt and change things and add one or two features here or there, depending on the, the industry, depending on um, the target market and stuff like that. But it is the foundation of everything we've built. So this is like a call to arms for, for the entire community identity suite. It's like, look, here's the foundation, now build upon it. it it's just open source digital identity for everybody. So you can take, uh, it, it's made up of like three segments. So you've got certify, which is like an organization identity application. You can take that application and create your own like, business identity solution so you can create verifiable credential templates and just issue them to anybody you want with a digital identity and that that's just it, yeah there's there's no words to to express how how many use cases there are for that i mean you think about education you think about um medicine you think about um governments driving licenses, bars, restaurants, anything that needs a certificate, anything that needs a license, anything that needs a ticket, uh, anything that needs trusted verification, you can just use that. So pretty much then, everything then? 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that that's the crazy thing. I think this is this is one of the things that kind of hit me like full force in the face around about January or February this year. I was just like, I was reading all of the documentation on digital identity. And I was just like, this is huge. Like it was beyond anything I could possibly imagine. I was like, oh, we can use this for agriculture. Yeah, great. And then I was like, oh, but you could also use it for this and this and this and this. And then the list just didn't end. Like we're still coming up with new use cases. It's just crazy. Like there's there's, that thing. People think that like it's probably only for them going to be used for like their driver's license. But but that's just wrong because you have uh, things that you own, things that you're going to attend, places you're going and yeah, like your business and your interests, all these combined together is like 10 use cases already there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just crazy. And and this is one thing I, I was chatting to Linus a, a couple of weeks ago and um, he was asking me a, a load of questions and like he wrote an amazing article. I mean, I loved that article. I was so, so like shocked and I was like, yeah, man, that's amazing. We yeah, love he does you. quality work. <laughs> yeah, amazing writer. Um, a valuable member of the community um, and yeah and I said to him it, it's about adoption right um, because people think oh blockchain this blockchain that blockchain this blockchain that the art of adoption is is not about telling people you're using blockchain the art of adoption is getting people to use the technology without even knowing that they're using it like mm. We all download applications from from the app store and stuff, and we don't know what's behind there. Like it could be anything. Like it, it's an application, we just press a button and it does something. Yeah. Um, and the way this is built, the the trust that it can it, it can support within those systems, you can create applications where people don't even need to know that they're using like blockchain or DLT or, or whatever. And and that's 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 the crazy thing. Like iota can scale to that sort of level now and that's that's going to create real world adoption beyond yeah, beyond what anybody world. can expect like and that that's kind of what vera is about because vera is just a demonstration of a mobile application for storing your digital identity um we built on top of that and we we redid the ux and ui and it's exactly the same application that we're using for Tixit. It's just got different features because it's about events and tickets. Um, but at the same time, you could use that for anything. You could use that for education, driver's license, whatever. Like it's just nuts, and it's all there, open source, ready to use. Just play yeah, about with identity it. Identity is probably one of the few projects that are limitless. Uh, I wouldn't say limitless, like everything has its limit there's and this is this is something that a lot of the community have been discussing recently um like some it, it's good to know when to use the right technology for example like people are, are trying to use nfts for everything now and nfts are wrong for certain things certain things could just be done with digital identity and verifiable credentials but then at the same time if you want like easy trade, easy like permissionless access and to to trade something or sell by quickly, then obviously an NFT is easier to to settle that use case than digital identity and verifiable credentials. 
verifiable credentials have to be signed by a trusted party or as an nft you can just trade um so yeah certain things require certain technologies but it's it's knowing when to use the right one i think i think the thing the thing with digital identity and verifiable credentials is it doesn't involve tokenization which for regulate regulatory um perspective is just nuts because you can just use it without worrying about anything um but also for for scalability as well because you don't have to pay every time you do something and that's only possible with iota it's just freaking amazing yeah because <laughs> i that's can't tell you how too. excited i get about this subject yeah. <laughs> but that's a big deal too that it's fearless technology because you yeah. can couldn't do this on ethereum even though there are digital identity solutions because it like first of all you then would have to own cryptocurrency which scares a lot of people away and also you have to to do the payments and all this but if it's fearless then it's just technology yep it's it's the only it's the only digital identity solution out there that doesn't require a token yeah the only one pretty cool yeah um, it's mind blowing yeah so before we move on to uh to another fun thing you got going on um is there anything that we missed out on on the five different uh products anything you would like to add <laughs> it's still quite a lot to to get your head around yeah. um, i think one thing we didn't really talk about was actually tangle how tangle labs is kind of um operating because yeah. a lot of people i know see me and meryl in the community all the time and yeah we freaking love spec mm. everybody loves spec yeah me too and yeah but we're just two of the people involved um and this goes the the same for all the other projects that we're working on it's it's not just me and meryl doing everything i mean if it was me and meryl doing everything we wouldn't be alive today <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like we would be dead um but we have um other front end developers full stack developers ux designers and stuff involved in tangle labs building out the different sections the different products and we've got people um in industries also looking uh onboarding people to to work with us so it's it's this network of experienced and professional like industry leaders who are who are kind of guiding us um as well so despite the fact i have a reasonably okay network like people want to see this technology in the real world so they want to help because they know it's going to bring value to the industry and that's that's always good um but yeah uh, in the new year as well we're actually going to be hiring um we're going to be expanding so we might just be like five or six people at the moment um with a few freelancers helping us out on certain areas as well but in the new year we're we're looking to like go 20 plus staff um by the end of Q1 hopefully that's pretty big like you if everything up. if everything goes as the roadmap um dictates then that shouldn't be an issue wow so you're going for five people to around 20 people uh q1 end of q1 beginning yeah. of q2 <laughs> yeah don't, don't don't say q1 because <laughs> everybody in spec will be like first <laughs> yeah. week of q1 where's your new staff where's your new staff when 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 yeah. memes <laughs> are being made i'm gonna say the beginning of q2 <laughs> yeah 
Well, that, it's, it's pretty impressive to just that I think many people see when things are getting released into the, to the community Discord. Uh, people think they sp oh, that's just two guys doing some fiddling around on a computer, but this this is actually a major project with tons of moving parts, actual value, and a lot of use cases. You got, as you said, industry leaders guiding you guys on boarding. So I think this is going to be a um, one hundred percent win. Well, I mean, thank you. <laughs> I I I hope so too. I I think with with the team behind it and with the entry to market um, potential with the network we've got with IOTA and other advisors and stuff, I think it, it has a strong potential to succeed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So one day I'll be able to sit here and tell my family like, that's Adam. I want to talk to <laughs> that guy. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be one of those, Elon Musky types. I'm not going to stand like in the public spotlight. Um, you sit inside the... your mansion. <laughs> sit inside. No, I'm going to sit inside my farmhouse in the country. <laughs> I love it. So With goats. I like goats. Yeah, goats farming is quite a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, another thing I saw on your web page. Uh, for those that haven't seen it, go to TangoLabs.io. It's their homepage. It's super cool, very professional, and super easy to guide. Uh, you can find all the information you want uh, real quick. And I noticed uh, a little bit of fun thing there, which is an NFT drop. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to ask about that. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, so the ecosystem's growing, um, and the ecosystem's growing fast. And there's um, a lot of like outside investment coming in and things like that. Um, but we've we've built Tangle Labs up in the community, like developers from the community have helped us. Developers within the community have provided contributions and things like that. And one of the things Merrill and I agreed upon from the beginning I mean, whatever we do, if we ever do any fundraising or, or financing or investment or opportunities, we have to involve the community because without without the IOTA community, we would be nothing, basically. Um, so what this NFT drop is, is a community opportunity to get involved in what we're doing. Hmm. So at the moment, we're a small team that's going to expand but to expand we need funding we need financing and so um and this is our call to the community saying you can see what we do um you can see where we're going um do you want to support what we're doing basically um it it's a lot more than that in the long run because Marilyn and I have also agreed that Tanga Labs, we want to evolve into a fully DAO community-based project. Obviously, from the get-go, you can't just create a DAO and just throw everybody the keys and like, yeah, go have fun. Because we have to guide the way as we're entering into markets and developing the technology and stuff like that. Mm. But in the long run, we want... We want it to be community-governed, community-run, 
this is a community project. Digital identity belongs to the community sort of thing. That's kind of where we're going um, long-term. Yeah. And this is kind of the step um, into that sort of space. Yeah, and I know that you guys are very big on involving the community, uh, rewarding the community and helping them out. Uh, I've, I've gotten so much help from you on uh, all the different spaces, uh, and I really appreciate it. So, yeah, I, th I think this will be very exciting for all the community to get involved. Uh, when it comes to the NFT, there's only one problem that I really see with it, uh, and that is that you won't have enough. <laughs> no, I I don't think I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, I mean, like a, a lot of questions we've been asked this week about the NFT auction. Like before before I go any further, actually, like the NFT is actually a community project as well. Like um, we've been working with Merlot. Like Merlot is a legend when it yeah. comes to art and design, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm happy to help you guys with this because." he sees what he he sees what we're doing and and like yeah i mean this is one thing that is amazing about the iota community like everybody wants to work with each other everybody wants to help each other we want to support each other so we can grow together 100%. Um, but yeah going back to what i what i was saying before i i had to give Miller the props um yeah so so everybody's been asking about what the benefits are to these nfts and like Naturally, an NFT is collectible anyway, and Merlot's designed it, and anybody who's seen them, you can see they're shit hot. Yeah, um, yeah. But in the long run as well, like I mentioned, we're, we're going to be building towards DAO. So, so this is your, essentially, this is your OG DAO status. Like, this is your DAO membership, which gives you exclusive access to, like, um, supporting the real-world adoption of digital identity on IOTA. Um it also gives you voting rights, um, so privileges in helping us guide the direction of the company. Like, and the one thing ever, and if anybody who's been involved in the sort of DAO discussions and stuff will understand is it's about community involvement and community support and development. So basically, we're going to try and help you help us. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to help educate the community on digital identity as well as like the community helping us like project our projects forward. Um, obviously, with NFTs and projects and stuff like that, future airdrops and um, community rewards, um, they're like a given. So you can expect future NFTs and, and maybe even like rewards from returns from the company maybe or, or from staking rewards and things like that. Um, and of course, you always get the insider information. <laughs> That's always, it's secret, secret spec. Mm. It's like Tangle Lab secret, secret spec. <laughs> you know, we like inside information. Yeah. Um, and we'll also be running special events um, that are access only for, for NFT holders. So things like online and live um, over time. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much that comes with these NFTs beyond it just being an NFT that is an awesome nft i mean every time i look at them i'm like merlo you're a freaking legend <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the well, nft by the itself, they're awesome very well made um and i after after like hearing what you've said i've read a little bit about it and i really want to get my hands on one of them so i really hope that i'm i'm not offshore at the time of the sale or something like that because i really need to get one of these 
And it's only a hundred uh, iota, like MI. That's not yeah, bad. We, I mean, this is this is what I was saying earlier. Like we we want the community be, to be involved in what we're doing. Um, so we didn't want to just like create an an NFT collection that was only accessible to to hardcore investors. Um, so we've done this fair launch. We're strictly limited to 2,500 NFTs. So like we're, we're not being greedy and we're not being like vulture targeting. Like we want the community to be involved in what we're doing. And this is how much we need to progress to the next level sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. Um, hope the community wants to get involved in it. I really think they will because it's it's cheap so that everyone is able to um to participate um because you don't have to separate like the normal people and the whales uh you saw the shim nfts were kind of uh, a hassle there uh, because it was a little bit expensive etc well yeah but the thing is i think people misunderstood the shimmer nft collection because the shimmer nft collection is targeting investors yeah so when you're targeting investors you have to put that value because yeah. that value would bring, I mean, that that brings the value to the Shimmer Network. It's super important. But if you've listened to the discussion, you've listened to Dom and you've listened to people talking about it, there's also going to be another NFT drop for the community. So it, it it's not just about about the whales, that, that Shimmer drop. Yeah. Um, there is another one. So mm. don't worry about it. Um, so, yeah. But I think like your, but I saw that you got four different uh, designs. So do each design have the same um, value? Like, do you get access to just as much if you get the red or the blue? Or does it have separate levels? Yes and no is what I'm going to say there. Um, <laughs> we're doing a fair launch, so rarity is randomized okay mm. so you could pay 100 myota you could get a gold you could pay 100 myota you could get a blue okay mm. um yes there will be special things for the the rarers um the the rare the rarers yeah. <laughs> the more the more rare an nft is there will be special perks mm. but anything in regards to to the community and things like that um that's all going to be equal we want all of that side of things to be equal. So we're not going to give people privilege just for having gold. Because if that was the case, a whale could just buy all of the golds off the market and have control. And, yeah. and we don't want that. Um, we want equality all around and we want inclusion. So we're, we're creating an accessible opportunity for everybody to get involved. Um, there will There will be little perks and stuff like... Um, maybe a bit bit more um, reward um, in certain uh, giveaways and things like that. But when it comes to the participation and the community involvement and stuff like that, everybody's equal in our eyes. Yeah, that's, that's very fair. I really like the, the model, how you did this. Uh, support it 100%. And uh, I think we forgot to mention the date of the sale, uh, 7th of January. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's it's penciled for the 7th of January. Um, it it almost is guaranteed to be the 7th of January. We tested everything. Everything works. Everything's great. Um, and um, oh, this is another thing um, I need to mention. Like 
events like this, like NFT drops like this, couldn't happen without the community. Like the work of, say, IOTA bots. Like IOTA bots have have basically taken a leap of faith and and just really gone gun ho and the team involved in IOTA bots have also like been chatting to us and helping us um, make sure that like what we're trying to do is successful. Um, and it, it, it goes back to all of that. It's like working together. This is a community project because yeah. the community is involved in sort of every aspect of what we're doing. Like you've got the X team of for identity that's helping build the technology. You've got Yele and, and the IF building the actual protocols. You've got community members designing the NFTs. You've got community members who are helping us with the code for the for the NFT drop. It's just like, it's mind-blowing how amazing this community is. Like, it, it really is. And seriously, the, the team at IOTABOTS have done some amazing work when it yeah, comes to... Yeah, I really to agree. And uh, IOTABEN behind the uh, IOTABOTS has done such a good work. So I've never seen... The community is so excited for for a simple uh, like a small it's not a small project it's quite a lot of work to do it i've noticed um but yeah everyone just went wild when he released them and uh almost everyone got one except me it feels like <laughs> you haven't but, uh, got one. yeah it's super cool and uh is doing thomas. cool stuff thomas you haven't got an iota bot no why because I messed up every single time. Either I forgot I was away, <laughs> or I didn't set up my MetaMask correctly. <laughs> you name it. It was every every single time something just backfired, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna up. set up a vote. I'm gonna set up a poll. <laughs> Iota bots donate a bot to, to Thomas QB, man. That's just nuts that you haven't got one. But we'll I, get I, you one. We'll I, we'll pull together as the community and find you one. Yeah, because because I do sometimes act like a small child, so I went into spec fucking raging, like, where's my bot? And tons of people came and offered their bot to give to me. And it's, that just shows the community how they, they want to give the first edition of something and just hand it over just to be nice. Uh, so se several people offered to give away their bots. Uh, you can't do that now. Um, but yeah, it's super exciting. I'm sure I will be able to get one soon enough um yeah oh there's plenty of other nft drops coming though um, yeah what's well, what's that website nft art isn't it NFT. yeah you got you got a um discord channel uh for uh, mainly iota nft projects there's quite a lot of different uh, uh um communities combined there building their nfts um of course there's all over Twitter, I think I see daily a new, a new project going on, and um, I know uh, iota-nft.art. That's that's the site where yeah. a lot of them are, are set up. Because mm. you got the tarot, which which dropped the other day. Morons, which dropped. Uh, oh, morons are amazing. I love morons. Of course, we got iota bots, and then the whales and monkey labs and creamies iota boys. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a lot. Rusty Robot Country Club. That one looks amazing. That's a cool one. Um, Iota Mars. Those cards are just nuts. I just wish I don't. Yeah. I, I really hope I don't get CFP. <laughs> Did you get one of the uh, the cards? The Iota Mars. Did they drop? Yeah, the you know the um, the cards with like the different things on. 
they had a sale the other day and everything just went I on. missed that. Yeah, me too. Oh. Well, I've been oh. too busy working, <laughs> trying to get everything sorted before Christmas. Oh, man. These Yotis as well look so cool. Yeah, it's quite a lot of different cool things going on. It's um, Lexi, isn't it? Who's doing? Yeah, Lexi Lin, um, Lexi NFT on Twitter. She's doing You know, some amazing stuff. so since I missed out on all the IOTA bots, I ended up making my own NFT collection, as you know. Yep, and we're looking forward to that one. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to keep it NDA until you're ready. Yeah. Don't don't drop anything until you're ready. That's the No. important thing. Uh, I've actually also got a today is what date is today? Today is It's 23rd, of 23rd, course. the Thursday before Of Christmas. course. Uh, so today at 8 o'clock, uh, there will be another release uh, on a new NFT project, which is um, focused on real estate. So that would be pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to, to read up on that one. What? Yeah, Real a community estate. uh, member reached out to me today saying that they will be releasing a real estate NFT project uh, where they first of all just going to release uh, normal NFTs. And then hopefully be able to move it over to actual real estate. Like in the real world or in Yeah. the metaverse? In the real world? Yeah, they will release the uh, normal NFTs now, like you and I make. And um, hopefully, if it gets successful, um, then they will be move on, moving on to the real world with real estate. Um, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the uh, the specifics, so I'm looking forward to being Yeah, that's an read interesting up on that. concept. Um, tying NFTs to real estate is very complicated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be interesting to read up on when they release um, an announcement. So yeah, really excited about that. There's That so is. much coming. Like, I mean, we've got the decks coming. We've got NFT marketplaces coming. We've got games. We've got metaverse. We've got so much coming. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's quite a lot. What are you looking forward to most? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I th being a car guy, I think I'm really looking forward to hear from Matt, uh, Matt Jaeger, because he he's involved with all the mobility things, and it's such an easy thing to to explain to people. Like, okay, uh, you, when you start talking about smart contracts and digital identity, NFTs to people. People just, nah, I'm not interested, too complicated. But as soon as you say, your car will have a wallet, on, on the screen it says you got $100. That's it. But in the background, it's cryptocurrency. And as soon as you park for 5 minutes and 30 seconds, your car automatically pay for that amount of time. Um, as soon as you drive through a uh, tour or whatever you have you, uh, charging, yeah. the car pays for it and they just wow yeah that makes sense that's we can we can understand that Yeah, I, I think like the, the automotive is going to be massive when it starts to hit because yeah it's not just things like that. It's like you drive into a petrol station, the petrol, the petrol pump already knows how much money you can spend. So you just pump it up and it's like, Duke, that's your lot. There you yeah go. Crazy. I think that would be a good one um We know that there was supposed to be an update uh, not too long ago, but as we all know, COVID has hit hard on the automotive industry 
and pushed them back a little bit. So, but I do have some hopes that maybe early 2022 we get to hear some updates from uh, Jaguar Land Rover and hopefully one of the the um, participating uh, automobile uh, companies that is working in the uh, groups with IOTA. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Q2 is going to be a big one for that. Yeah. No, no, no leaks, no NDAs, no nothing. I'm just, I'm positive that the Q2 is going to be huge for that. Yeah, I think it will be good. Uh, no matter the situation of the general crypto market, I think when it comes to actual adoption and work, we will have a brilliant 2022. If you take like price away from it, even that's I know for that's hard for some of you. It really doesn't me. matter though. It really doesn't matter about the market. Because hmm. the market might drop and we can still 10x. Now you remember who we're talking to. The market is important. <laughs> no, no. But what I'm saying is for, for 2022 for IOTA, yeah, I have no doubt that we're going to probably 10x next year. Like, yeah, I think so too, actually. I mean, we did like, a price prediction. Hands down. I mean, you just put a DEX on IOTA and you're laughing. Like bridging, bridging Ethereum, bridging Binance. Like you've got all of this finance on iota with feeless transactions like next year is going to be freaking insane like mm. we're going to 10x without a freaking doubt like i have no qualms about it um, i like you i and like it this and like it really doesn't matter about the the rest of the market because like you you look two years ago cardano was nowhere and now cardano's top five yeah mm. and now everybody's kind of realizing oh shit, their technology doesn't scale and we've invested all this into them. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sat here with IOTA with nobody invested in us yet and we're about to release the best technology on the freaking planet. Yeah, like, people are like that, duh. That's it. <laughs> and, and as soon as people notice, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to ape into that shit. Mm. Yeah, totally. As soon as people start understanding what's happening, people will go crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, th this is the issue. People don't understand the technology and that's it. Mm. Like they, they can't, they can't understand how it work until they see it work. And when yeah. they see it work, they're going to be like, oh shit, that's what you meant. Mm. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun year next year. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So, um, I can see that we're reaching all over already over an hour. Um, so I think this, uh, good <laughs> place a good to, to, to end it. Uh, we managed to do everything uh, that we were supposed to do plus a little bit more price predictions once again it's always fun no uh, financial advice no financial <laughs> advice of course um so yeah so everyone go check out tangle labs go to uh, the website tanglelabs.io uh read up on their products uh it's pretty easy to navigate and understand there's explanations and pictures for those that need that and also the, all the information you need about the NFT drop that is coming the 7th of January, where they are going to drop 2,500 NFTs, limited edition, uh, exclusive for the IOTA community with four different designs. And the price for each is 100 IOTA MIs. So, um, yeah, uh, crypto is changing. Uh, get behind or get left behind, I guess. Yeah, man. And thank you so much for inviting me, man. Moonaco podcast to the moon. Like, I love this. <laughs> yeah, it's been an honor, mate. Absolutely amazing. Thank you, dude. Cheers.